Good morning. Good morning. morning. You ever had one of those mornings where it seemed like you're just a little bit off? Just like you're not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not quite hitting it on all cylinders. I had problems putting a seatbelt on this morning. And you've seen me get up a couple of times, and it's just like almost like I took a water pill, but I don't know if somebody just slipped a water pill to me or not. But it just, it just seemed like just, just a little off. But then, when you come into the house of the Lord, all I had to do was get here. That reminds me of a song, He's Sweet, I Know. Do we know that one? All right, I'll say y'all know it. He's sweet. I know he's sweet. I know. Keep singing, storm clouds may rise and the strong wind may Well, you know that I'll tell the world and I'll tell them. change that the definition of sweet. <laughs> See, I forgot who I'm talking to. This book is grown. But I wasn't even thinking what y'all thinking. <laughs> I got one before that. See, you know when, when we got kind of slick, you know when you See a person's baby, and you don't think that they look good. And you go up to the carrier, you go up to them, and you pull them. I say, You don't think. And you go back and you pull that back, and it's not what you thought it would be. He or she would be. And you say, That baby is precious. Oh, you say that baby, ooh, you have a sweet baby. And then that's the first sweet. We kind of, he's so sweet. 
Now, the second sweet that y'all were thinking about. <laughs> sweet is a little twist to it. But my Jesus, he's sweet because of his goodness and his grace and his mercy. Let me uh, hurry up and get into this because I won't hold you long, but I'm going to hold you. Um, Turn to your Bible, Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah chapter 2. We're going to look at these few verses. And it came to pass in the month Nisan, in the 20th year of Artaxerxes the king, that wine was before him. And I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now, I got these cups out, so don't you, you drinkers, this ain't for you because it's still wrong to drink. Amen. Just because I'm reading about wine and I got these cups, don't get excited because we're going another route. Amen. All right. And now I had not been before time sad in his presence. Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of the heart. Then I was so afraid. And said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed unto the God of heaven. For a few moments, if you were to ask me, I want to lift up, lift up a message, a message from the Locust Grove Church of Christ. Help one, cup bearers need it. Help one, cup bearers need it. Now, if you go. If you drive any distance, you see in all these businesses, help one. Now hiring. There's no shortage of jobs. There are some people that are saying that people just don't want to work. And that with all what's happened with COVID in, in the past year and with the Assistance that was given us and given out that people don't want to go back to work. So now they're looking at people and there's a, a, an idea that people are just lazy and they don't want to go back to work. But I don't think those little stimulus checks lasted this long. But there's a shortage of workers. And you see signs, help wanted. But I want to talk to us today. We realize that the book of Nehemiah is a book about rebuilding. 
And it's also, and it also is a book about how to handle a catastrophe. And this morning, I want to talk to us in 3D. How many of you ever went to a movie they said it's in 3D and they gave you those little glasses? When you, when you go to a movie that's in 3D, the, the movie and the action, everything's supposed to jump out at you. It's supposed to be real. So this morning, I want to talk to us in 3D. First of all, I want to talk from the standpoint of Nehemiah. I want to come from Nehemiah's perspective. Secondly, I want to come from the church's view or the church's perspective. And thirdly, I want to talk to us individually, especially the family here at Locust Grove. We know that we have other congregations, sister congregations, but this morning, I want to talk to this family. And I always say I wish that everybody on the road could be here. But um, we're going to talk about them too. But we want to talk about to the remnant. Remember that word, remnant. Now, we're in chapter 2. But if you go back to chapter 1, let me tell the story. Nehemiah is minding his own business. Um, Nehemiah is at work. And he's minding his own business. See, Nehemiah works in the king's palace. And the king's palace, that's a plush job, Brother Jamal. And he's the cupbearer to the king. I don't think that's a strenuous job, but it's a dangerous job. But you're in the palace, and he is, in, he is close to the king. He is one-on-one with the king. He's the king's cupbearer. And for those of you who really, a cupbearer is the one who gives the king his drinks. And it's, it can be dangerous sometimes because sometimes you got to taste and test what's in the cup to make sure there ain't no poison in there. So depending on how your king is, your job expectancy could be long or it could be short. But you're the one, you're the go-between between that person and the poison. So on this particular day, there were some travelers, some visitors came to the palace. And they were some of Nehemiah's countrymen. They were some of his hometown folk, some people from his hometown. So he, when he saw them, he went up to them and he said, how's everybody doing back in Locust Grove? He said, how are the families doing? How, how, how are the people doing? Is, is everybody okay? And the, peop- and the, the traveler said, everything is not good. The walls torn down. Families are separated. The city is in ruin. People are just sitting back. People are just sitting back 
watching. Kind of how it is and how it was when COVID first came. Everybody's morale was low. And everybody was just sitting back trying to see what's going to happen next. We're waiting for something to happen. And kind of sort of like now. We've gotten the news of this new Omicron. So now we, we see that the, the, the cases have doubled. Y'all do. Y'all have heard that, right? Okay, I'm make y'all all right out there, right? So, so we've heard that the cases are doubling. Now we, even though we've gotten our vaccinations, we kind of, everything is being paused. Puppy breaks a little bit. But from the first COVID, some of us haven't gotten over COVID-19. Then you had the Delta. Now you got one of the Transformers, Omicron. <laughs> That's in. And so now, and this one is, is, is speeding and it's, it's multiplying and people are catching it faster. And the city of New York and other places, now they're starting to pump the brakes and Shut down things. A lot of things are now being back canceled. So now we're just sitting back wondering what is going to happen. And it's sort of, sort of like here because back when, back then, Nehemiah, those people, see, the, the children of Israel had been captured. And if you had not been captured, and if you had not died, you were in the remnant. Y'all remember I said remnant earlier? So there was a small group of us. The remnant. So, so the remnant and everybody was kind of just waiting for something to happen. We, 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 we come here on Sundays. And we come on Wednesdays. But we're the small remnant. I told you I was talking to locals grow. And we're the remnant because we, 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 we have our faith and we keep coming. But we're the remnant. In many of the churches, a lot of the churches of Christ will not be able to bounce back because of what has happened. Amen. A lot of people have left the church. A lot of people are saying that I don't need to go back. Because if I can worship from my house on today, on on last month, in this past year, then I can worship like this from now on. So a lot of congregations are their numbers, their attendance. Is down. So, so don't get discouraged because we're pretty good. Amen. Amen. But a lot of congregations have, you're talking about the remnant of the remnant. Amen. So we're thankful for the leadership for holding it together. So that that's one of the things that Locals Grove doesn't have a problem because we've been meeting all the way through. But some congregations may have to close the door. And besides that, you have some members who their faith have been shaken. And they've lost loved ones. 
And some members have even left the church. And they're gone to denominations. So it's, it's, it's not good times right now. So the morale when it comes to a lot of church folk is that. It's not down here, right? Amen. amen. Say amen again. Amen. amen. But in a lot of places, the morale is down and people don't want to come to worship. But here at the Grove, we're getting ready to go back to how it So let me just talk to us for a minute. We're in chapter 2. But in chapter 1, Nehemiah realizes that there's something wrong. That there's a problem. And that it needs to, to be fixed. He realizes that I, I must do something, but Nehemiah does have a job. But, and so you can't just, Nehemiah couldn't just call in to the, to the king and say, king ain't coming in today. Nope. Now, now I don't know what the qualification is to be a cupbearer is. I don't know what your resume should include. I don't know if you need to be a little limber in the arms. I don't know if you need to do arm exercises. Because the only thing you're doing is passing out cups. <laughs> I, so I don't, I don't know what the qualification to be a cupbearer is. Is it doesn't require too many degrees <laughs> to be a cupbearer because the only thing is you're just pouring juice <laughs> all day. But Nehemiah says, I got to do something. Although I'm a cupbearer, by most people's standards, that's a mediocre. Oh, that's, that's a job that's on the bottom end. Yes. Even though I'm staying in the palace, you didn't have to go to Yale in order to be a cupbearer. So Nehemiah sees that there's something that needs to be done. Now realize, I realize that there are three types of people, and y'all gonna hit me this morning as I close this thing. There are those who ignore the fire. There are those who watch the fire. And then there are those who make a plan and put out the fire. Let me say that again. There are those who ignore problems. There are those who watch the problem. And there are those, then there are those who plan and fix the problem. Now y'all help me out now because don't, don't get nervous. How many of those in here do we have that ignore the problem? Raise your hand. See, let me, let me put it on record. I have no hand raised. I have one. I have one. All right, then there are those who watch the problem or watch the fire. Raise your hand if you're in that category. Bet you I don't have any. When I turn around, I don't have any hands again. Once again, I don't have any hands. Well, y'all ain't going to fall for it. Then there are those that they see a problem and they come up with a plan on how to fix the problem. Raise, the, raise your hand if you're in that category. Wait a minute. Raise your hand now. Raise your hand. So some of y'all are in none of those categories. But y'all say, 
saying, Brad Jackson, you ain't going to get me this morning. <laughs> so, but, but most of us, we want to think that we're in that third category. Thank you for those who raised their hands, but I'm still going to throw this curveball at you before it's over with. So we have those who say they see the problem, and they come up with a plan on how to fix the problem. Now, <laughs> you have those who say, well, I know we have problems in our world. We have problems in the state. We even have problems in Henry County, Locust Grove. Mm -hmm. Not only do we have problems in Locust Grove, we even have problems here in the congregation, in the church. Amen. Not only do we have problems in the church, we even have problems in our family. Amen. Not only do we have problems in our families, a lot of us have our own individual Problem. Amen. And then you have those who say, I don't see a problem. <laughs> have you ever worked with somebody and tried to explain to the explain to them that there's a problem? Something needs to be fixed, but they just like, I don't see it. Then you say, Man, can't you see that there's a problem here? That this is not normal? That this is dysfunctional? That this is not an entanglement, Jade and Will? 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 There's a problem here. And then you have these type of people who see the problem and they ignore the problem. But that is a decision made. They choose not to see the problem. And they, and they get advice, and these people get advice from people that say, if you keep going down that road, if you keep going down that path, it's not going to end up good for you. But they keep, they, they ignore the problem, and they don't fix the problem, and they still go down that road every year. They're going through the same situations, and going through the same thing that they always had because they, they just ignore the problem and the problem gets worse and worse. And a lot of people who are not here, they're ignoring their problem. And they, and they, they just let the problem get worse and worse, bigger and bigger. And then you have those who, like Nehemiah, and like a lot of you who raise your hand, you say, I can't see something wrong and just sit there and not do something. Y'all did say that. I hear y'all amen. Now y'all did raise your hand. Amen. And Nehemiah was that type of person. He said, it's not in my DNA. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an army commercial where it shows that, that this little young girl and, and she breaks up a fight and then it transforms her, transform her into as she goes through the army, I guess, basic training. And, and There's just something in her that allowed her to, you know, I guess they're saying that there was something in her from when she was small that was going to come out when she's in the military. Y'all seen that commercial, right? So there's some of you who are saying that there's something in me that I just can't sit back when stuff is going wrong and don't say nothing and not do anything. Y'all want to raise your hands again? Raise your hand again if that's you. If that's you. you just... I, don't y'all see there's something wrong? Yes. <laughs> that we need to do something? So Nehemiah was that type. 
And that third type of person is the person that does something. Now, you know, sometimes, as I said, that first type of person, they'll see the fire. And they'll just ignore the fire. Then, then you have that separate, second type of person who watches the fire. Now, a lot of times in our lives, when life has us ablaze, mm-hmm. when we're going through something, don't think that everybody that is running to your fire is running there to put it out. You have some folks that see you on fire. And they run to the fire to see how loud you're going to scream and yell. How much help you're going to ask for. They're not there to help you and they get to the fire and they say, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm on fire. And then you have those folks, you have some folks who see you on fire going through something and they come Oh, yeah. They come warm up by your fire. You have some folks that watch it. Your demise. Don't think that everybody wants you to be okay. Don't, don't think that everybody is coming in with some buckets to put up your fire. You have some folks that may even have the audacity to reach in their pocket and get a and then cigarette and can I get a light off your fire? Everybody running to your fire is not running to put it out. And we must realize that those are, you have some people that watch the fire. And they watch to see how you're going to come out of that fire. And we said we didn't have any of that. Remember, y'all didn't raise your hand on that, right? So we didn't have those types. Now, then the king said unto me, for what dost thou make a request? What, what do you want? So I prayed to the God of heaven. Now that's quick note he prayed. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave that there. Hopefully y'all get that. And I said unto the king, if it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou would, would have sent me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build it. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, for how long shall thy journey be? And when wilt thou return? So it pleased the king to send me. And I set him. And I set him a time. Remember that verse 5 it said, if thy servant have found favor. Whatever you're doing, do it. Honestly, and to the best of your ability. You can be on the bottom of the totem pole, but whoever your supervisor can find some favor. Make sure you live in a way that they find some favor and they allow you to do things. So the king allowed him and he sent him. And he said, Moreover, I said unto the king, If it please the king, let letters be given to the governors beyond the river, 
that they may convey me over till I come unto Judah. And a letter unto Asaph. The keeper, all right, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace, which appertain to the house, and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me according to the good hand of who? My God. Upon me. Then I came to the governor. Beyond the river and gave them the king's letters. Now the king, not only did he grant me what I did, but he sent, sent some people with me. I had an escort. Now this is the cup bearer now. He wasn't high in the king's court. But because of how his character was, the king found favor in him. And not only, he sent him out as if he was a dignitary. And it says, now the king has sent not just some scrubs in the army, but he sent people like these brothers here. And probably sent a colonel or two also in the army. But he sent the people that were in charge that knew what to do. Y'all didn't laugh at that. Don't worry about it. Y'all get it later. Now the, and horsemen with me. So Nehemiah put a plan together. And this is the thing. During these times, during these times of uncertainty, said I'm going to talk to us. Christians should be more prepared. The church should be more prepared than any other institution in the world. Amen. Amen. You see, we too, we've been waiting for what? Biden. Gonna do. We've been waiting for what Biden gonna do. We've been here waiting for what Dr. Fauci gonna say. We don't depend on Biden. We don't depend on Fauci. During these times, it's not for the church to sit back. Like everyone else looking to do something. If at any time when you have people hurting, when you have families being separated, see what COVID did, COVID exposed a lot of things. Let me, let me help us with this COVID thing. See, some of you are complaining now about COVID, but you were complaining before COVID came. You were complaining. And you still complaining. But what COVID did? COVID gave us all trouble. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, when you were in school and you took a test, and when the teacher passed the test back, you saw your real, you saw that grade so bad and you just turned it over? But then later on, as she passed out more tests, you realize that everybody else made bad also. So you don't feel as bad. I mean, that's when they said they have to use the, come on, teachers, bell curve. Because everybody made 
Man, so you don't feel okay, all right. I'm I'm all right. We all. So that's what COVID did. It, it gave us, it exposed all our trouble. Some of us already had dysfunctional family. COVID exposed some of the weaknesses of the church. There's some things that COVID did that we were like, but it was there already. COVID, if you if you wasn't getting along with your family, COVID made you have to stay inside with your family. If you had problems when you can go in and out of the house, now you have to stay in the house with that. Now it exposed. You that think your children are angels. It showed what the teacher, come on teacher y'all, what the, what the administrator, what the bus driver have to deal with, with your children. When you ready for them to go. When you trying to, when you in your bathroom trying to come up with a vaccination to go. To send your kids back. So COVID did Expose a lot of things. So, so don't run into these school buildings all the time saying, my child didn't do that. Or, or so it exposed some things. So, so Nehemiah said, I got to do something. So he went up to the king and he said, king, he said, I'm going to need your credit card. He said, man, don't you have a lot of land and wood and timber? All right. All right. So I'm going to need to go buy Lowe's and Home Depot. <laughs> so I need you to sign a P.O. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he sent letters mm-hmm. and he gave it to the people. That was, so I need you to sign these, this blank check. Mm-hmm. And I need your gold card because I, I got to buy some stuff to be in. Mm-hmm. And the king granted it to him. And the thing about it is, Nehemiah was able to do that and get the ball rolling and not sit back and Nehemiah is just a cupbearer. He's not a king. Nehemiah didn't have a staff in his hand to, to make the Red Sea split. Nehemiah didn't walk on water. Nehemiah didn't have didn't, didn't have, like I said, a college degree. He's a cup bearer. The audacity of a cup bearer. Who are you to do something like this? Who are you being a cup bearer to put a plan together for us to start building, for us to come up out of where we at now? You know cups. This is a plastic red cup. I know cups. This is a clear cup. You ask me anything about cups, I can tell you. You ask me the correct way on how to pour juice, where it doesn't splash back, I know cups. So what gives you the audacity? Thinking about where you at your place in life and come up with some ideas. 
So I'm asking us, what gives you, what makes you think that you can't better yourself? Don't look at your, your state in life. Why not you? Why not you to bring your family together? To bring your mama and your dad and your sisters and brothers together. Come up with a plan to make our family stronger. I told you we need some cutbacks. We don't need so many. Some of y'all won't get offended. Because I know our, our congregation, we got a lot of well-educated and high-fluid, sophisticated folk. And that's good, too, in its place. But right now, we need some cutbacks. We need some people to, to, to pick. I don't care what you think of me. I thought about this problem. This is what I can do. A lot of times we, the people that think they so up high, they, they don't think. You know, they always say, remember where you came from? You know, a lot of people get on a certain level and, and they can't do the simple things down. So we, we, we don't need, you know, there's a thing that says we don't need too many chiefs. We need more Indians. We, uh, there ain't even a thing about y'all women in the kitchen. You can't have how many women in the kitchen? More than what? <laughs> you can't have more than one woman in the kitchen for a certain amount of time. We need some workers. We need some cupbearers. And just because, just because you may not be on a job that's Six figure. Just because your car smokes a little bit. Just because my seats are torn in my car. Just because I I I I don't buy my suits. Just because I don't wear such and such shoes. I don't have this kind of purse. Just because I'm not one of the leading participants in the worship service. The church needs everybody. Don't don't think we don't need you. Not only does the church, your family. Because if everything was going all right, we wouldn't be having this discussion now. If the world, if somebody had came up with an answer, because you got all these brilliant minds trying to come, you got politicians, you got scientists, you got doctors, you don't have no apostles or no people, they quiet right now. <laughs> but you got everybody trying to come up with a solution. And you have all the churches, except for this one. We still have our needs and problems. But you have, but in the church, we, we need some workers. Amen. We need some cup bearers. Right. It ain't just because you carry juice. Mm. But if you can come up with it, don't come, don't always remind us of the problems we got. That's right. But we experts at that. Yeah. If, I, if I were to, y'all wouldn't do it out, out loud right now because we got the elders here. If I, 
and they went here. We said, well, we're just going to talk about all the problems that Lost Grove for some of y'all out. You let one person start. Oh. Better be just like, like a snowball. <laughs> but then, who got the answer? Yes. Amen. Who has a plan? Who can put together a plan in place Amen. to bring back all these delinquent folk? Who can put a plan in place to help the leadership on some, some ministries we can do? We're sitting back watching, waiting for something to happen. Jesus was the only one that walked on water. We waiting on somebody. Biden, Biden is not going to save us. Right now, people need the church. They need us. Just think, we're the, the only in Locust Grove. Right? What? Isn't, can I say Locust Grove like 60 40? No. 50 50? What is it? 70 30. And we're the only one. And we sitting back waiting for some Haley's coming. <laughs> it's COVID. It's Corona. But we seem like we just that's morale. There needs to be a beacon. There needs to be somebody out in the front. Not only in the church, but in your family. You see your life is, is, is all in, in shambles. You know, some, sometimes what you need to do, you need to sit down and you need to reevaluate, reorganize to rebuild. Mm -hmm. If you see that your finances mm -hmm. aren't right, maybe we need to stop ordering the on-demand movies Amen. and start watching some movies on YouTube. Amen. Maybe you need to stop buying Nathan hot dogs. And buy some of them SK hot dogs. Them Keystones. Some of y'all need to stop buying that John Durst bread. On them Eglin's eggs. And just get some of them eggs that just the chicken just, just let out. Some of you only you can drink the sunny water. Those of us that worked in the, on the farm, you didn't care where that water came from. You said it. Really, well water is better than all that water. Good country well. So you need to sit down and reevaluate your life. Why? Why am I still doing, going through what I've been going through? Why am I? But who needs to start there? Who better but you? Well, in my family, everybody else, I don't have nothing but doctors and lawyers in my family, and I just got a, just a little, little, little technical job. But your family is dysfunctional. Amen. Who better but you? As I close, let me, let me show you. 
When Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was coming man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. Now, when you start getting your life together, when you start bringing your family members together and start talking with a little seed, let's stop being dysfunctional. Everybody ain't going to be happy. You know, there's some people that thrive in misery. There's, there's some businesses that are thriving right now in Corona. There's some people that don't want Corona to leave. So everybody is not pleased that you're trying to straighten up your life and you're trying to plan your life. It says, Sanballat. Everybody's not happy when you start getting faithful in the church. Everybody on your job is not happy when you start really working. <laughs> why, why they don't start about working and, and clocking in on the right time? That's going to mess all of us up. <laughs> Even in the church. What they, who they think they are? They just doing too much. Trying to get brown points with the elders. They need to sit down somewhere. What they trying to get on the payroll or something? They gonna want us to take pass the basket for them? So everybody is, will not be happy when you start to do things, plan and rebuild. And so I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. Quickly, let's talk about these three days. Verse 12 says, and I rose in the night, and I had some few men with me. Neither told I any man what my God had put in my heart to do. Everybody came. You can't tell too many folks. You're playing. About that heart. Neither told I any man what God had put in my heart. When you read that, God came to him in a dream and told him what to do. Now, don't tell everybody you're playing. Hey, you have some folks that are going to be negative. Yes. Then that negative person will tell somebody else negative. Yeah. See, negative folks always got something in common. Yeah. There's something going wrong in their life. Yeah. And they don't want to see you get it together. Yeah. But let's look at it. I told my heart. You know, let's look at a dream. When you have a dream, that dream is only you the only one that hears. In his dream, God talked to him. Amen. God didn't talk to anybody else. Amen. So there's some plans, some things in your mind, don't tell nobody. Keep your dreams and your plans to yourself. Amen. You may be a cupbearer, but you say, I need to go back to school. 
I need to better myself. Mm -hmm. Don't tell everybody. Amen. You don't tell them when you start. Mm -hmm. Send them the graduation invitation. Yeah. Because you tell them now, you got too many children to be trying to go back to school. What you going to do? Who going to keep your children for you? What you trying to go back to school for? Don't tell. That, that dream, sometimes your dreams are between you and God. Don't tell everybody your dream. You got something that's going to... That's why, that's why they have patties and stuff. Even, even the government, see that? Civil, colonel. The colonel world, see that? You better protect what you got before you put it out there. So don't tell them, even in the church. Well, I um, think I'm going to go to the leadership and tell them I'm going to take over this ministry. Child, you don't know what you think you know. You really you don't want to deal with the more hard-headed folks. Child, they don't really, they, they already got somebody they want to do. Well, I, I think I'm just going to go, go just volunteer to help. Child, I, you run out there if you want to. You're going to be going to have a heart attack on, that, on the ground and they ain't going to have your funeral at the building. But I just need to, we need to do something about all these all these people, all these brothers and sisters that have, 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 have fallen away. Lord, if the Lord don't change them, there ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> don't tell everybody you're playing. So he said, and I took, I didn't tell anybody. And he says, and, I, and then he says, neither was there any beast with me, save the beast I rode upon. When you start to initiate and do your plan, don't do it with a lot of fanfare. You know, there's so many small things that get done around here. And the people that do it, they just do it. They're not doing it for fanfare. But you let some of these small things not get done. You know, there's a, there's, I have a, a, a sermon that I'm going to preach about the foxes in the vine. Well, about husband and wives, about how the small foxes, it's the small thing right. that makes a marriage up. Small foxes that mess with the vine. So it's a small thing, so just do it. Don't be, because if you're looking for fanfare in a claim, uh -huh. Then you already got, you're not doing it for the right reason. So he said, I just came in, I just rode my beast. And so he came in and he said, And I went out by night, by the gate of the valley, even before the dragon well, into the dung port. I don't know what the dung port is, but and viewed the walk. Well, y'all, y'all must y'all get that later on about 1 30 then, the dung port. All right. And viewed the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down. And the gates thereof were consumed with fire. Then I went on the gate of the fountain and to the king's pool, but there was no place for the beast that was under me to pass. Then went I up in the night by the brook and viewed the wall and turned back and entered by the gate of the valley and so returned. So, what is Nehemiah doing? 
Nehemiah got on this thing. And Nehemiah. What you doing, Nehemiah? No. You need some help, Nehemiah? No. I'm all right. I'm all right. What you doing, Brother Jason? He's surveying. He's looking at what needs to be done. Some of us, instead of complaining, you need to be. That needs to be done. Okay. Instead of just sitting around. And he said, I got up in the night. Do it by yourself. Don't take a group with you just. But the church need, we need to. Maybe we need to do something out there in the foyer. Maybe I need to get with the elders. I need to. I ain't said group. Yes. Amen. Wait a minute. Some of these um, chairs need cleaning. They got some spots in them. The little nursery back there. Don't look like a nursery. It look like solitary confinement. Maybe I need to put some, 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 some nursery stuff up in there. <laughs> 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 they just for me surveying the children now. <laughs> Besides that, there's a lot of things. Just start surveying and looking at things. And step to the, would y'all mind that leadership? Not at all. So he, what you doing, Brother Don't tell him what you're doing. Just, I just be looking around and just had a list, of, a three-page list that we talked about Wednesday night. Highlighting some folks. Doing something. Cause, cause there's something to be not only in the church, but take a look at your life. Take a step back and look at your life. What's broken in my life? What adjustments? What do I need to do in my life? You know, you look on Facebook, some people say they're gonna chuck off um, 2021 and just start a new. 2022. You said that in 2020 about 2021. I'm just going to talk 2021 over with 2022. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, Don't say it. Do it. So he did all this by night. Didn't tell nobody. And the rulers knew not whether I went or what I did. Don't tell, I said don't tell anybody what you're looking at. Neither had I as yet told the Jews, nor the priests, nor the nobles, nor the rulers, nor the rest that did the work. I didn't tell them. All these people already familiar with, just like y'all, just like I just said that, y'all familiar with that room. Mm-hmm. 
feel like I am. Y'all see it? But sometimes we're so close to some stuff. Sometimes we're too close to the problem that we can't come up with a solution. Some of y'all are streetwise. You know, a lot of times, those people with all the book sense can't navigate in the world. You need a little common sense and street sense. So all you highfalutinate, you may not be able to know how to bring folk together. Well, let's just call a call meeting and see what we need to do. Sometimes you need somebody on that level, a cupbearer. If, I, if everybody thirsty, who better than a cupbearer? But if everybody thirsty, I don't need you to hit me with some big words, Brother Troy. Because of the economical and psychological and physiological things in your body going on, you may need some H2O. <laughs> Man, if you want some water. <laughs> All right, then he said, Then said unto, unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in? Don't y'all see there's a problem? Don't y'all see there's a shortage? That's what he's telling them. He said, How Jerusalem lies that waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, let us. What? Build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more a reproach. Thank you. It embarrassed me. Now we got all these members of the church that have left the church still saying they're Christians and they're a member of Locust Grove. They are a reproach. And I said, and y'all play it back and let them see it again. During these times, if a person in need can't come to you. You are a reproach. And you're supposed to be a Christian. If you're not living the example, especially during these times, brothers and sisters, where people say, aren't they supposed to be? Wait a minute. COVID done lasted a year and they when the, I ain't seen them in their house no Sunday. <laughs> reproach. And you got Locust Grove on your front of your vehicle. You are people are laughing at you. You are we need cup battles. All right, and he said that we be no more a reproach. Now, as I close this thing, then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me. Lord have mercy. When you're doing good, the hand of God will always be upon you. As also the king's word that he had spoken to me. And they said, let us. See, if you got a plan, if you got a plan, people will follow. Just like y'all follow our, the leadership here, because they've had plans now. They just shoot from the hip. We'll be the remnant of the remnant of the remnant. <laughs> You gotta have a plan. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened. What? They strengthened their what? It didn't say they mild. 
You know what I'm saying? We need more cupbearers. We don't need more chiefs dictating and talking. They strengthen there to do some work. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant Ammonite and Geshem the Arabian, now you got mofo. It was two, now you got three. You got an Arabian and jumped in. Heard it. They laughed us to scorn and despise us and say, what is this thing you do? Why rebel ye against the king? You remember say the hand of the Lord was willing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> See, if you read before, that same king had made a law that not to rebuild anything. Mm-hmm. But when you find favor, mm-hmm. he's going against a law that he had made. If you read earlier, he had said, I don't want no Jew building nothing. To build back the wall, to build anything in Jerusalem. Now he's sending a man out with his credit card. To build. So that's what he got. But this, but this is how you answer the devil. On glory on January 2nd, when we come back and we get, and, and we get energized and, and we start about the normal thing, boy, this is how we answer the devil. Some of, some of the members that ain't coming, they're going to say, y'all done started about y'all going, y'all crazy. This is what you say. <laughs> then answer our demon saying, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Because there's going to be some negative folk that's supposed to be in Chapel Hill. He will prosper. Therefore, we're going to keep going, keep doing, keep by fellowshipping, keep by being family. We're going to keep by cooking. We're going to keep by potlucking. We're going to just keep by hanging around each other. Because the God will prosper us. And because you're unfaithful, you have no what? Portion? Come on, y'all trying to be nice. We're going by scripture. God would prosper. Therefore, we are his servants. We are his faithful Christian, faithful children. Because you are unfaithful, we don't want you around unless you get that thing straight. So you ain't got no right. No portion, no memorial in this thing. So don't come running in here the first of the year talking about, can I get a plate? <laughs> y'all done started back all that? Yeah. Well, y'all crazy. Then after they get good, they come showing up. Then change the lie. Go back there, get in line. Since I'm the newest one, and I, and I, and I ain't scared. Y'all let me say, you have no right. <laughs> no portion. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't do it like that. But y'all see what the, the principle of it is. <laughs> you have no portion in this. That's how I And I always think about two scriptures. First one is Romans 8.31. Get ready with your, with your song. What shall we say to these things? All these things that's going around. All what's going on in the world. It's January 2nd, right? When we come up, January 2nd. What could, what, no matter what's going on, Omicron, people shutting down. We'll come January 2nd. If who? God. 
We're going to rebuild. We're going to do what we need to do. Because we got who on our side? It didn't say Biden. It didn't say Fauci. It didn't say Pfizer. It didn't say Biotech. It didn't say Moderna. Even though I hope you got them. But it says God. Then my last scripture. Come on up, bro. Get ready with you. Our last one. He said, I rode up in the middle of the night. I didn't take a whole lot of people with me. God put that in my heart. As long as it's right, man, we read, the hand of the Lord is with us. When God is with us, locusts grow. We can do Because that Gatorade and that power ain't what strengthened us. Amen. I got somebody living that strengthens me. I got somebody that speaks to me through his word that I know that's the reason we can keep going. That reason, that's the reason we can step forth in 2022. Back to doing the thing that we need to do. Right. Yeah. Not only, and I don't think that just because we start by fellowship and by being potlucky, that we ain't got other ministries we can start doing. Amen. Yeah. Don't think that there's just a cooking time and eating time and shooting the breeze and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But as ministries and works, if we can start eating, We can start feeding. Amen. Amen. I said what I was going to do, Coach. A lot of y'all, but y'all going to be negative. I said, these deals that I'm killing, I said, I was going to get with them. I, I said, I just preached that you shouldn't tell your thing, but I'm going to tell it then. <laughs> I said, I'm going to get with the elder, and I'm just going to get a, a whole deal done in, in, in ground beef. And one cold, when the weather get right, when it get cold, just have a chili, free chili giveaway. Free spaghetti dinner. Don't we don't we have access to the to and I get the meat just free. What's wrong with that? Free chili. Free spaghetti. Whatever we need to do, Coach. I can do a whole deal. Some of y'all say, who gonna eat that? Well you just be quiet, son Bella. <laughs> you have no part in this. Amen. This is a good work. So just, we need everybody. We need cupbearers. Don't, don't, don't. I'm glad I'm just a cupbearer. That's, that's all I want to be a cupbearer. You, you know, in education, you know, the, the, the staff lasts longer than the administrator. Amen. Right. Amen. <laughs> Principal, wow. administrator, superintendents come and go. Say amen, administrator. But them teachers, the workers, we don't need no more administrators. 
We got one administrator. That's right. That's right. But we need workers. We need cupbearers. And if you have a, I'm looking around, do we have any business? I think all of us are, are just home folk. So, but if you haven't been doing what you've done, if you kind of just stood back and it is what it is, and I'm not living my, my life where they, they got people, they always look down on me. I need some cup there. If you thirst out there in the desert and I come to you with this cup, you're not going to say, no, I don't want that cup, I want that cup. You're going to take whatever cup got the water in it. Some of y'all will be like country folk and dip like. We need everybody. Our young folk. A lot of, of times, the reason why young folks get disinterested in it because what y'all doing for us? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, Jackson, get up there, popping around. What? Okay, he had me laughing, but what y'all doing for that's going to help me during the week with what I got going on? Yeah. You young folks, we need you. Go to, the, go to the leadership. Ask them, can we do this? Amen. Amen. Will y'all do this? Y'all got some ideas? Young folks, senior citizens, go no matter. You, everybody needs to be a cut bearer. Amen. Yeah. If you see something, Plan it. Come up with a plan. Well, we need, well, y'all just don't know. We young folks, we just need to come together. We need to have something where we just sit down and just talk about what's going on. And we don't, we don't want older people in there that's going to be looked down on. We just want to be able to just talk. Amen. Amen. And we don't need nobody in there looking at us cross-eyed. We, leadership, we, we need, we need a, 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 a family, a marital class. Just like we do with the brother. We need something we can just express ourselves and we ain't got to worry about no, oh, that's going on in there. No! I need some, somewhere where I can be comfortable Amen. and tell what's going on. Just look around. Access. Our leadership will be glad mm-hmm. for your suggestions, especially if it's spiritual and they see where it's going to be worked out Amen. for the right reason. And it's going to help the congregation. Get your life right. Get back. And we all can build this thing. And just grow. If you find yourself in that stop, we'll pray for you. Just get right. Don't go into 2022. The same way you end in 2020. You know, Saturday, say 2021. Oh, you've been doing this for two or three, five years. <laughs> Get it right. Well, God will find favor with what you're doing. As we stand and sing our invitation song. Page 98, I
you know.